welcome to the AGC Constructor Cast. I'm your host, Amy Hager. One of the topics around AGC is lean construction, and it touches so many lives in so many departments here that we've decided to invite a series of guests today to dive into the topic of lean and hopefully leave you all with some tips and tools so that you can implement lean in your business, no matter where you are within your business. With me now is Ashley Phillips from Gilbane Building Company. And Ashley, before we can dive into the topic of lean, can you clear something up for us? What is the difference between lean and lead, L-E-E-D? Sure, Amy. That's actually a question that I get quite often. Uh, They sound so familiar. They both deal with newer concepts in construction. So I do get that question on our job sites, in our office, at industry events. LEED, L-E-E-D, that is uh, an accreditation for buildings or certification for buildings and also an accreditation for people personally, but it is put out by the United States Green Building Council, which you'll hear people call USGBC, and it focuses on green buildings, so sustainability for buildings themselves. So when you walk down the street in New York and you see a building that has a plaque that says LEED Gold, it means that that building meets a certain amount of sustainability factors. So then lean. Lean is a little bit newer in terms of um, people investigating it more thoroughly, including it in their contracts, including it in their job delivery. Lean started actually in manufacturing. So uh, thinking about the manufacturing Hmm. line, making sure that everything flowed as smoothly as possible. You hear a lot of people talk about the Toyota way. A lot of lean terminology has Japanese roots, and that's because it started with Toyota in the manufacturing plants in Japan. That morphed over time into lean for various different industries, but in terms of what the AGC is talking about, we're talking about lean for construction. And the basic principle for lean for construction is maximizing value through the minimization of waste. So it's not staff a job super quote unquote lean, like I'm going to staff two people on a job where I should have staffed 10. (laughs) It's, It's really maximizing the value of those people on the job to minimize the waste of their day-to-day duties and make things flow more efficiently. And sometimes that means that you can reduce the amount of people or the amount of parts in the process. That's the basic concept of lean. Now that we're on the same page of the difference between lean and lead, thank you so much, um, dive more into what do you guys do at Gilbane? What kind of approach do you have to lean and what kind of work do you do? Absolutely. So Gilbane itself is an incredibly large organization. I work for the building side, so building construction. The company's been around for 145 years. We have just south of 3,000 employees and uh, 48 offices worldwide. So we have a lot of uh, power behind our ability to implement lean Mm -hmm. in our company. So large-scale building construction, we range in market sectors from fuel facilities and mission-critical data centers to hospitals and K-12. through And I think you mentioned before um, the way that Gilbane approaches lean. Mm -hmm. To us, it's not just lean tools that we apply to projects. We look at lean holistically for the entire company and all of our processes and procedures, not just the things that you learn about. We take 
the entire structure of Gildane, and we apply a three-pronged effort. We okay. focus on lean for our enterprise. We focus on lean for high-performing teams. And then we also focus on lean for individuals. And really at the core of all that is respect for people, respect for everyone, not just Gildane employees, but our owners, our designers, our contractors, making sure that everyone is able to voice their experience and their opinions at the right point in time, whether it's on a project or an internal process, it's a real focus on respect for people. So then let's talk a little bit more about the respect for others in sharing info. How has that improved the processes at Gilbane and how do those processes follow lean best practices? Sure. So there's a couple different ways that we go about it. We have a lot of internal respect for people and information sharing that follows lean processes. So we have something called calling all experts, where if I have a project K through 12 and I'm sitting in our Connecticut office and I'm stumbling on something and I don't really know the best way to solve it, I Uh can send out a calling all experts to all of our construction employees in the company or all of our people in the company who have experience in K through 12 schools, I can send that question out. They'll get an email right away and within 15 minutes, I'll get responses back that are all categorized in a library so I can go back and reference that calling all experts at a later time. Wow. So really respecting the fact that somebody else has probably had this experience or this problem before. I'm not the first one. Uh, we also have a lessons learned database where rather than sending that question out real time, I can go and research all of our project teams, apply lessons learned at the end of their projects. Hmm. Say, here are some things that we learned. Here are some things that we would do differently on our next job. And if I'm starting out a job that's similar, I can go in and I can search a few different fields and filters and find those lessons at any time before I start a project or if I'm encountering an issue. That is a really cool process. Yeah, it's um, it's something that's been evolving for a long time at our company. We've been working on calling all experts lessons learned for a lot longer than we would say we've been applying lean practices. But I mean, we absolutely do use those lean tools that you learn about in the education program. So for example, we use Last Planner on our projects in the field. So that's another way of respecting people. We bring the foreman in, we bring the owner in, we bring the design team in and we say, what is the best, most productive way that we can go about building this project? We do that in design, we do it in pre-construction, we do it all the way through construction, and it really helps us get the best outcomes on our projects. So then when you think back, what projects stick out in your mind as great lean projects and why? I am really, really fortunate that I've been able to be involved in so many projects that have been so successful in lean practices, but some of the best ones that I've experienced. One uh, was locally in Connecticut here, School of Nursing at Fairfield University. That team, not just the Gilbane team, but all the trade contractors, the owner, the designer, they worked so well together from the beginning of the project and they started day one with lean concepts. And the best one that they used on that job was the use of the constraint log. They had it on their trailer the owner would walk into the beginning of a meeting 15 minutes before the meeting even started. He was sending out emails on the constraints that were in his court and making sure they were getting removed so that we could move ahead in the project meetings. Same thing with the designer. 
and it just it flowed so seamlessly and so fast mm. there there were never really constraints bogging down the job at any time because it was just centrally located everyone was constantly looking at it communication was heightened all the time well, so I know you kind of gave us some tips while you've been talking through these projects and how great they went, but if you could give us one pro tip on what makes a project run best, what would you give? Anything that involves increased and clear communication is hands down what you want to do. I mean, we had another huge success on another job where we were using Last Planner, but the big success came from 5S for materials management. And it was just that clear communication of where everything in the building needed to go. It could have been a very, very cluttered job. It was a very fast job. Mm-hmm. It was a healthcare project. There was a lot happening at the same time to get that hospital up and running. But they had a system in place that made sure that everyone knew where every piece of building material needed to go on that job. They were able to gain a lot of time on their schedule because of that communication. That's amazing, and thank you so much for taking some time to kind of walk us through this. With me now is Construction Contract Administrator at Michigan State University, Jack Muma. Jack, from the owner's perspective and from a larger university, how do you incorporate lean into your construction processes? Um, Thanks, Amy. What we've done internally is we haven't insisted on using lean. We've just tried to build success and let that success build more success. Some of our project managers embrace many of the tools and some almost none of them. Most use some of the tools. Um, For example, design assist is a standard now for us on larger projects, and by larger I'd say over $10 million. Mm -hmm. Um, We're in the home stretch of a $62 million full IPD project. Uh, We use a lot of design build, IPD light type quick hitting projects. Um, But there's some specifics we don't do. We don't insist on pull planning. Uh, We don't regularly use commitment logs. Uh, Target value design is project by project, I would say, and maybe PM by PM. But I think the quest for value by our staff is pretty well understood. So then what do you think has been key to making projects successful, whether you're using full IPD or even light or even just a, a small piece of the lean processes? Well, I think there's a couple of things. One is we've built some champions, some folks who really believe in it and have some success and tell other people it works and show them how it works. Second is perfect is the enemy of good. Uh, I think with lean, sometimes you can get really hung up in the phrases, and it's almost like, um, frankly, it's almost like a religious war, where sometimes people are arguing over the slightest issue from an outsider's point of view, Mm -hmm. as opposed to saying we basically agree on things. So we we don't lose a lot of sleep over whether that's the right way to use an A3 or choosing by advantages or something. If people are trying to do it, they're trying to do it so that it works well. Um, Get started somewhere and keep building on it. And then the last one I'd probably say is use positive terms. It's not a whole lot unlike what we, we, many of us who are parents learned is it's a lot easier to, to to tell a kid no on something, but it's not the best way to get to modify the behavior. It's better to tell them what they should do rather than what they shouldn't. Hmm. So we used, um, 
when I first got really engaged in lean, I loved the eight waste of lean, you know, the, all that stuff about transportation and human resource. And trouble is, that's waste, and that's telling somebody they're doing it wrong. Um, and I think the, the newer, some of the newer phrases about lean as respect for people is a much better way to look at it. Um, then you can start talking about removing the waste when you start doing that and also focus on process and flow at the end. So if you think of it that way, it's a lot easier for people to, to buy into it. And, and it's it, obviously if you say I'm here to respect you, I know you have a lot to add. I want to make sure we're asking you at the right time. That's that's a lot more appealing conversation than I want to talk to you about how you're wasting company resources. (laughs) Yeah, that's a much better approach. And I like that we're getting a little parenting advice today on the constructor cast as well. (laughs) So thanks for explaining that a little. As long as my my, uh, daughters don't get a chance to offer a rebuttal on my parenting (laughs) style, we're fine. Oh, they're up next, Jack. I'm just kidding. (laughs) So then if you could give one tip, if somebody's like, I got to run, I got to go, Jack, give me the one quick tip that I need to know to implement lean. What would that be? Well, we still have challenges keeping our internal partners engaged, especially, for example, our operations maintenance folks responsible for keeping the buildings running. Um, And we need them to be a big part of decisions we make on when we design something or or even renovations to make sure we're doing it the right way. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of lean is about making the information at the right time. the phrase last responsible moment is used a fair amount but it's also meant to be made uh, to, to make decisions with the information available but in a different context if you're used to seeing a hundred percent drawing and that's when you say that's okay or it's not and now we're talking conceptually what to do it um, sometimes we don't do a good job explaining to our partners that no we're making the decision now i know there's not a drawing in front of you we've we've got to explain it a different way and have that conversation and and really if you're the one trying to implement lean trying to lead that it's on you it's not that they're that the unwashed masses don't get it it's on you to explain it and to show the value to the other people once you do that you're way ahead of the game now that we've talked about boots on the ground lean, being an owner and a constructor, now I have Warren Kiesel, Director of Curriculum Development here at AGC, to give us just a little bit of information about what we offer as far as curriculum. So Warren, if someone knows nothing about lean, but they know it's something that they want to learn about, they call you. Right, or they can go to agc.org <laughs> lean. And that'll give them everything they need to know about AGC's suite of lean products. Okay. So we've got our courseware with the Lean Construction Education Program. We've got the CM Lean Credential, which is a 150-question exam All right. that will give uh, people who pass that exam the, the title of CM Lean. Mm-hmm. There's also a CM Lean exam prep course that uh, is available uh, optionally for people who wish to have study aid for the exam. Uh, the 35-hour uh, curriculum also has an introductory course. It's a free online uh, opportunity for people to get a self-paced course in Lean. Hmm. Uh, it's uh, the 
foundations of lean construction. So it's a brief overview, about 50 minutes. It's interactive, gives people an idea of what is covered during the lean construction education program. We've also got a lean construction project team course that's mm -hmm. kind of the greatest hit that uh, companies via their CM Lean students who've uh, earned the credential and come back to the, the, the company and they want to teach their what they've learned to their project teams, they have an opportunity via our project team course and that's available at uh, agc.org um, slash lean as well, uh, available uh, on amazon.com, but the link is there uh, so that people can actually purchase it all in one spot. So we've got course offerings via our course calendar, we've got exam offerings via the exam calendar, uh, a link to people who can find any, re for any resource we have regarding our lean construction uh, products and then we've also got uh, opportunities for people who want to become instructors so people who've <laughs> taken the courses earned the credential they want to become an instructor for their chapter all of the instructions and forms are available there and they can fill those out and and keep pursuing their link instruction journey through instructing additional education opportunities via um, products that we're selling at agc.org and so it kind of seems like we're trying to make this available at different levels of how someone could partake with a lean process. That's correct. And really their lean journey can start with agc.org slash lean and it'll take them through different events that we have via BuildCon, via um, BIM Forum even. Mm -hmm. um, we've got uh, webinars that we offer to help continue people's education as part of their continuing education requirements for the CM Lean, there's a 30-hour requirement for those uh, credential holders to renew. That credential lasts three years and uh, requires 10 hours per year of continuing education, which you can get as part of your your working as well as continuing ed via webinars or, or conferences or, or things like that. So once you do attain the credentialing, it's not you're not really having to go too far out of your way to continue to keep it because it is practicing and really putting those processes into place. Correct. We've made it easy for credential holders to stay in our e ecosystem of lean practitioners. Um, mm -hmm. It's a community uh, of construction professionals, so there's a lot of lean happening, and we see that on our uh, lean construction forum with uh, Paige Packard and, and that team that, that initiates those efforts for continuing education mm -hmm. as well as just bettering the industry through lean construction. So Warren, how does lean benefit the workforce shortage that we're experiencing? What have members and practitioners told you? Well, we've had executives of a number of companies say that lean with lean, they're able to do more with less. So in the time of peak construction where we've got a 13% shortage of workers, they've been able to bridge that gap with lean construction. So they've been able to uh, just do more with less. That makes sense. Well, thanks for taking a few minutes with you us bet. today. With me now is Joe Cleves, partner of Taft Law, who chaired our working group of the Consensus Docs Lean Construction Addendum. And Joe, I want to dive right into this. How does this contract make it easier for people to do lean? Well, on a couple different levels, Amy. Uh, first of all, it sets out a common set of definitions and terms that people frequently use in the industry when referring to lean. Okay. Uh, 
but without uh, an established platform such as a contract document like this, there's always the potential for divergence or misunderstanding of meanings. Okay. So by defining key definitions and putting them out in the public, we're creating a standard model for for the entire industry. So it just makes it easier to communicate among the, the disparate members of the construction and design communities who come together on these projects. Um, secondly, it provides the framework for implementation of lean at a, at a couple different levels. Mm-hmm. Uh, and sometimes people will say, well, you know, we, we really don't need the contract to perform these tasks. And, and that is true. But the reality is, you know, the, the contract provides a framework. So a reference point that defines the, the whole program that's going to be implemented and provides a, a way of, of reminding the team what's required mm-hmm. and also provides a basis for enforcing requirements. So it really works hand in glove with skilled lean practitioners who teach teams how to perform. The project leadership is the key and how they make decisions are defined in the lean addendum. Mm-hmm. So the emphasis is on collaboration and, uh, you know, working in the best interest of the project. So, again, these are, are clear and definitive statements that ought to be guideposts for any project embodying lean. And uh, putting them in the contract form just solidifies that as a basis for the enterprise. Um, we define and, and lay out uh, opportunities for the team for the design phase okay. and the check the box option so that you can do a, a validation of the, the owner's program and the owner's cost. Uh, you can also do, if you choose, the, the whole pre-construction phase lean, which involves target value delivery and continuous cost modeling and also risk identification management. So since these are check the box options, they're not mandatory. But again, they provide a framework that's been tried and tested and provide options that a lot of teams probably wouldn't explore, uh, at least in total, on their own. In the, the bottom line, it, it allows an opportunity for the teams to create and add value to the design through this collaboration. That makes sense. And, you know, anybody is able to go to consensusdocs.org and download a sample of this lean addendum. And so if lean is something that you're thinking about doing, or even if you are currently doing it, I really think this document, Joe, gives people a great guide and ideas of how to make sure that they're legally practicing lean processes correctly, right? Absolutely. And and again, you know, uh, teams that have been doing this for a while, for them, it provides a, a checklist and just serves as a basis for making sure that, that you're being thorough and comprehensive in your approach. That makes a lot of sense. Joe, thanks for taking a few minutes just to kind of break that down and explain it for us. And thank you all for listening. This has been the AGC Constructor Cast. <laughs>